Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Counseling On Demand. Here's your own private therapist. Anywhere, anytime. Fred Riley. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Counseling On Demand. Thank you for listening to yet another podcast. So today we're going to be talking about dealing with... uh, Others, uh, when they're really upset with you, I mean like very upset, they're in a place where, like we've talked about in the past, uh, individuals that uh, let you know that you're as good as dead to them. And we've talked about that and what to do when you're dead to people. That was kind of a fun one. Anyways, we're going to talk today about uh, people that are in a position where they're really upset. They feel like you owe them something in terms of uh, monetary value or an apology that maybe uh, you're pretty sure they're not going to accept that type of thing. So we're going to talk about uh, some guides for that. And and uh, the two guides, and the, we'll talk about two guides rather, and then kind of some guidelines following that. And the idea here is there's a lot of methods here, but this is a method that I teach a lot of people in my office. Uh, the method here is to really help uh, put yourself in a position where you're always going to have dignity and integrity as a guide. Um, a lot of times you're not going to be able to get a lot of these situations. Um, you don't have a lot. You don't want to lose anything in particular, pardon me, in terms of integ- integrity and dignity. Uh, individuals, uh, they like to claim uh, things about your character and so forth. But if you can maintain integrity dignity that uh, that's a win towards the end and this is something I've learned for myself I uh, have been uh, till the last few years I've been really good at being reactive and and uh, throwing dignity and integrity out the door and darn it I'm growing up a little bit so uh, get much uh, a lot more done when we uh, use integ- integrity and dignity as a guide and so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about those two things and then uh, looking at values looking at reactiveness and some other things to keep in mind when working with uh, with somebody that's upset with you. So integrity, obviously, right? That's the idea that, of uh, sticking to the values that you have, identifying your values and being integrous to those. And so we'll talk about values in just a second. And then the idea is imagining yourself coming out of this argument, this dispute, um, conversation or otherwise with dignity. You know, what are those things that you want to be able to say about yourself and have said uh, as you walk or put away from the situation or or uh, put the phone down or what have you. Um, dignity is something that's uh, yours. It's something that you can have and really wins the day for you regardless of, of the outcome. And as you maintain into integrity and dignity, it can really help someone uh, calm down and see that you're maybe on the same page. So dignity, integrity, how do we stick to that? Well, one of the first things we need to look at is uh, reactivity versus uh, 
responding. Reactivity is that thing where we're going to get really upset, we're going to yell, scream, and I was really good at that. I was good, not yelling and screaming, I was really good at uh, talking trash um, and uh, uh, pretty proud of my ability to tell people uh, things that uh, were witty and fun and, well, more likely true, uh, but I lost my dignity and integrity and usually ended up in uh, not in such a good place with that person. So that's reactive. Reactive isn't thinking. Reactive is uh, making sure that your point is proven and making sure the other person understands they don't have the right to be upset. Responsiveness, that's the thing that happens when we step back. Responsiveness gives us a chance to step back and collect ourselves. And uh, that usually is a little bit alarming or upsetting to somebody that's upset with you because they want you to be reactive. They want to prove their point by you resp- you're reacting in a, in a way that's kind of belligerent and, and irritable. So uh, responsiveness, to create that, you create space, whether it's email or text or what have you, uh, phone call. The idea is to let them know, hey, I'm, uh, I hear your concern. Give me a day or two and I'll get back to you on that. That's not going to go well usually, but that's okay. That gives you an opportunity to demonstrate that, that integrity, that dignity. So during that process of responsiveness, what are we going to do with that process? What, what are we going to spend our time doing? And I tell you what, the idea is when we're in that response phase, we're trying to figure out what to do. We have a tendency to put together all the evidence that we're right. We try to get into a defensive place. And that's absolutely what we're not going to do. What we're going to do is we're going to look at values. We're going to look at, okay, based on what this person said, we're going to review the information about how we hurt them, what we might have done, their claims. And we're going to look at our values, what values apply here, Uh, honesty, respect, what are those things that maybe the other person is saying that uh, we didn't adhere to, so on and so forth. But the idea is, okay, go through those values, and how did you do? And be really objective. The idea is to say, okay, in the long run, when you come back, you want to be able to have reflected on the values so that you're not trying to defend or protect those values. It's unknown. You don't need to argue with the person that you're an honest person because you already know it. So you're identifying values uh, during that phase where you're getting ready to respond. What, if anything, could I have done differently? What's something that I could do better, right? But just getting that good foundation behind you of values and how you adhere to those. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break, and in a minute we're going to come back. We're going to talk about how to kind of wrap up this uh, this uh, formula, and also kind of wrap up the, uh, the conversation, approach the person that's upset with you, and hopefully come to a better outcome. Welcome back to Counseling on Demand. Today we are talking about uh, working, interacting with somebody that uh, is very upset with you. They uh, are uh, feeling very wronged. And uh, from their position, as you can uh, imagine for yourself, from their position, they're very valid. And uh, they've probably accumulated ideas and so forth in their mind that uh, have led them to a place where they're rightfully able to get upset with you. And we want to respect that, right? We want to take a look, again, integrity, dignity, looking at our values. Those set us up to respect the person where they're coming from. In another podcast, we talked about this a little bit in terms of viewing the other person as okay, not agreeing with their ideas, but de-escalating ourselves and hopefully de-escalating them by uh, kind of walking in their shoes for just a moment. So the idea is part of this is to say, okay, if I want to be heard uh, for the validity of where I'm coming from, this person, that's really what they're after is to be 
heard from their position that obviously they feel uh, is uh, very valid. So what we're going to do next is we're going to get ready to approach them, having uh, get having put ourselves in that response phase, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to uh, interact with them. And my my preference and the clients that I work with is I tell them that interaction, no matter whether it was through text or through email or what have you, um, this is an adult interaction. Hopefully, doesn't have to be face to face. But out of respect and to express your concern um, and your values and so forth in a good, healthy way, uh, this is going to be a conversation. This is going to be verbal. And again, we have to keep in mind the safety, obviously. But the idea is out of respect, I'm going to talk to you. Uh, I'm going to pay attention to your concerns so forth. And I'm not going to hide behind text. I'm not going to hide behind email or somebody else or some other type of uh, uh, avenue, some type of app or that type of thing. So the first thing we're going to do, again, we're grounded, right? We've got integrity, dignity. We've taken a look at our values. We feel like we've done really well there. Um, oh, let me back up just before we go to listen. One more thing we want to do is we want to really evaluate, okay, what's mine, what's not mine. There's got to be truth to some of the things that this person is saying. So only own what's yours, okay? The idea might be you don't need to own that you ripped them off, but you can own maybe that you were confusing, that type of thing. Now, you're not owning, you're not agreeing that you owe them anything, but the idea is it always it always is a good idea to take a look at, hey, if I'm trying to get them to take a look at themselves, I'm going to be willing to look at myself as well. So what, if anything, can I own? And when you talk to talk to the individual, you can say, you know, I can own that, uh, or I realize that uh, this might have impacted you that this way or that way. And we'll get to that in just a minute. So the key here is acknowledge. Um, at this point, uh, as you talk with them, you just let them know that you want to acknowledge a couple things. Ultimately, with uh, individuals that uh, feel they've been wronged, sometimes the right that they're looking for is just to be acknowledged. The idea is that they want to be heard and understood for being wronged. And that usually is the bulk of what they're going after. And a lot of the other things they threat tend to kind of go by the wayside. So you're going to acknowledge just briefly. You're going to acknowledge their concern as you remember it. Ask them if there's anything else that uh, they would include in that. And then this is just an educated guess, right? What you do is you walk in their shoes for a minute and just say, uh, talk about the impact. And ways to start that might be saying things like, um, I can't help but wonder if when you heard this, that was really upsetting, you would have felt like this, that, or the other, okay? So we're going to acknowledge really briefly that we have impacted them. The idea is, let me back up. So the brain, when when someone's upset, they're addressing you, they're concerned, they're, they're angry, right? What's going on in the brain is the brain is saying we have not been treated fairly, okay? So the idea of acknowledging, the idea of expressing impact is to be fair. So what we're doing is we're talking to that inner part of the brain and saying, hey, listen, I'm going to be fair by looking at the impact, right? I'm going to be fair by acknowledging that maybe I did something that was hurtful. That helps the brain settle down. That helps reach that part of the brain that says, hey, we want to be heard. You can even use fair, the word fair. Uh, I use that quite a bit with people that are upset. I'll use words like, I can see that that isn't fair, or you would think in all fairness, I would have done this. And they kind of look at you funny as they start to realize that they're starting to calm down. I call it a Jedi mind trick. But the idea is they're learning, hey, that you are interested. Now, in the background, one thing that I forgot to mention is 
when you are meeting with this person or talking to this person in that response phase, it's it's a good idea to get information. It's a good idea to educate yourself a little bit, not educating yourself in terms of how right you are versus how wrong they are, but to look at the facts, okay? Is there things that you did that you can do differently? Is there professional uh, advice that uh, can say, hey, this is where you hold your ground and you know that you're okay to do that? based on your values, based on that intellectual um, kind of cash that you're looking at, it allows you to stay calm because you don't need to prove your point. You get to listen, and then ultimately, and this is where we're going to wrap up, ultimately you get to assert your position. A lot of people feel like they have to diffuse, especially people that I work with, right? If you're listening, you might be one of those people that feel like resolving a situation is to give the person what they want or is to, in in some form or fashion, acquiesce. The idea, though, is you're preparing yourself to still assert your position. By the time you're asserting your position, what that looks like is you can say, I hear you, I understand, I know that this is the impact on you. Um, Is there anything that I haven't addressed with you? And then you say, although those things are true, however, I don't need to, you know, this is where I stand and, and hopefully you can understand that. Now, I would say 75% of the time that helps resolve issues. Uh, certainly about 20, 25% of the time, uh, those that are accusing you really don't have interest in resolution. But this is going back to approaching. It's going back to setting the stage to say that you've responded in a dignified way. So these are some steps that you can follow uh, to take a look at uh, de-escalating, staying within your values, maintaining integrity, walking a mile in their shoes without necessarily giving up their position. So think of those that you might work with. Think of those that you live with. Think of those that uh, are in your life that maybe uh, are not in the best place with you. And uh, take a look at, you know, walk down this list and take a look at, hey, maybe how you can evaluate yourself and hopefully approach them uh, verbally, if not in person. So that's the that's one take on how to work with the escalating and interacting with somebody that's upset. So we'll wrap up with that for now. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can find me online at gettingbacktolife.com. You can also find me in on Instagram at Riley Counseling. Love to see you on Thursday nights for Insta Lives. If not, you can find me online.